The scriptures yeah. even tell us that. The scripture says, having done all to stand, what do you do? Stand. You stand. You stand there. You wait. You wait on God. So, in the spirit realm, just keep taking your, your medication. Just keep saying it. Here's an example of what I'm saying. Now, I've said, uh, I've said First uh, Peter 2 and 24 three times today. Hmm, but I think, you know, I'm feeling worse than I, than I did when I started it. So what am I going to do? I'm going to say First Peter 2, 24, six times a day. That's what it means. Just go ahead on and, and double the dosage. We thank you for the healing power of God being present in this class today. In the name of Jesus, we declare healing and victory in Jesus' name. And we praise you for it today. Amen. 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 All right. Thank you, Father. Prophet, we have uh, Deanne. What a praise report. Amen. Let's hear the praise yeah. report. Good morning, Deanne. Praise God. Um, thank you, Helen. Thank you, Larry. Um, so I'm back in the hospital right now um, with my mom, and the the hospital is full, but by the grace of God, they have allowed my sister and I and my father. My, my sister came from Colorado last night. Let me tell you this. She, um, my mom has been you know, kind of up and down with um, health concerns, you know, in and out of hospital and out of emergency room, this sort of thing. Yesterday, um, she was having trouble breathing and her throat had closed up and, um, you know, we didn't hear from anyone and my dad came up here and found she was really struggling and having a challenging time and they were talking about, you know, making decisions and all this, and we were, I was just not prepared to hear that, and I just mm. said, no, she's going to turn around, you know, in the name of Jesus, I got over her bed, and I said, your health is going to spring forth speedily, yeah. and, um, you know, because of, you know, you, uh, Helen, and, and Pastor Larry's prayers, um, I believe she really has. Um, turned around, her throat is is um, opening up. You know, the blockage that was in her throat um, mm. is opening, and so you know she'll be able to, you know, learn to swallow again and air. She's got a special mask on to help her breathe at the moment, but it's it's not as serious as it could have been. So I praise God that, you know, she's turning around and she's, I told her she was going to get out of this and I, I just, I wouldn't have anything um, to do with thoughts or words of saying that, you know, she wasn't going to make it or, you know, anything negative, you know, anything other than she's coming out of this and she was fighting for her life. She wanted to live last night and my sister came and told everyone that she, um, you know, if it came down to it, she would want to be revived and she would want CPR and chest compressions and being intubated mm-hmm. if it came down to that. But I praise God it's not going to come to that. And mm-hmm. she's going to get off of this BiPAP machine yeah. um, and be able to just return to normal oxygen and fully complete health. 
And, Thanks, um, you know, I just, I just believe it with all my heart that she's coming out of this. And, yes, um, I never, I just never had a moment of doubt, you know, that, Amen. um, that she was Amen. going to pull through and make it, you know, she's 87. And, um, she's gonna, she's being restored. She's restored to perfect health in Jesus' Amen. name. Amen. And, um, I just proclaim that. And, um, and my sister's in agreement with me and she said that my mom wants to live and she's fighting. So we're, we're supporting. I thank y'all for your support so much. Thank the Lord. Um, thank you, Jesus. Yeah, they're trying to figure out what's going on. They've done tests and they're waiting for tests to come back and x-rays to come back and so they can see that they've got her on antibiotics to clear the pneumonia and um, she's going to turn around. She's going to be she's mm. healed in Jesus' name. Okay. Yeah. My, my sister got on the plane yesterday um, intending to go to Cleveland but her flight was misdirected. It was redirected to Houston. She wasn't even planning to come. This was a different trip. And then this mm. all kind of happened at the same time. God mm. changed the flight. Mm. And she and was here. Yeah. It was very miraculous that um that that flight got delayed and it became redirected and she didn't end up going to Cleveland at all. She just came to Houston and then she got in a, a taxi and took her straight to the hospital and it was perfect timing for her to come here and say that um that the uh the directions uh in whatever directives that they had were wrong and that she wanted to live and you know mm. that we were to revive her and so we mm. you know we just got on board with that and um asked them to change that paperwork um yeah. what was written written before so that's right. Thank you very much. Yeah. Glory <laughs> to God. To share that. Let everyone know she she's made it. She made it through. Amen. 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 Mm. Praise the Lord. So, Deanne, you would say what we are teaching is working. Absolutely. Without a doubt. Yes, Amen. 100%. One hundred percent, because it, it was there was some tense moments yesterday, and um, you know people around were not, you know, uh, having faith, <laughs> and I had yeah. to talk some sense to them. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There you go. Because <laughs> faith is now my default. You know, I choose faith yes. over fear. Um. So I, I don't go towards fear now. I just keep believing no matter how bad it looks, as y'all have taught me, no, no matter what it looks like, no matter how it feels, you just keep focused on the positive outcome. And mm. we have the victory. We have the victory. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' name. Yeah. In Jesus' name. Wow. <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. Amen. Oh, glory to God. That is awesome. Wow. Well, in the that name of good. Jesus, Dan, we agree with you in your family. Mm -hmm. Your mother is made whole in the name of Jesus. Come on. And that is absolutely right. 
according to Isaiah 58 and verse 8, her help springs forth speedily. That's right. That's right. That's right. And Father, we do thank you for it. And thank you for Amen. it. We praise you for Deanne's faith. We praise you for Deanne's faith. There is a turnaround. There is. <clears throat> and we agree. There is. And we agree. And we thank you for it. We, we speak thank you life for it right now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And we thank you for it now. And we thank you in for the the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Praise God. Glory to God. Praise God. Glory to God. Thank you. Well, Father. Deanne, we thank, thank you for so your much. praise report. Thank you oh, so yeah. much. Beautiful. Beautiful. God is good. Amen. Oh, Amen. I'll get off of here and listen, listen now to y'all. All right. Okay. All right. Praise <laughs> God. All right. God bless. Thank God bless. Again, and thank God you bless. for sharing. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Amen. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, Prophet, you could take it away now. Well, Apostle, you want to give you you've already opened, you've already prayed, you've already done your uh, instructions to where we're going today. Now we start. We have prayed. Okay. And I want everybody to know uh, that prayer report you just heard. Uh, well, you heard what she said. I do. All of this happened last night. Guys, God is doing what he said he would do. Yes, he is. And you know what? We wanted you to hear that. Because faith come by what? Hearing. By hearing. <clears throat> by hearing. What are we saying? He'll do the same thing for you. Yes, he will. But you have to apply what you are finding out. And this is what Deanne is doing. She's applying the word that we are teaching her. Mm. She's doing it. And you know what? She do and God do. Amen. And again, the same thing can happen for you. But Thank you so must believe. You must apply it. Praise God. Well, we're going back into the faith confessions. Um, Amen. This morning. Now, faith confessions work. The Bible says you will have whatsoever you say if you don't doubt in your heart. Hmm. Let me tell y'all, it's time to put away all doubt <sighs> and believe the gospel. Because the gospel is good news. Mm -hmm. It's the good news of God. What's good news to a sick person? You don't have to stay sick any longer. Jesus was wounded for your sickness and your disease. Mm -hmm. So you can have victory today. Amen. In the name Amen. of Jesus. Amen. All right, prophet. Praise the Lord. Well, thank you. Uh, last week, we were looking at, um, as the pastor was saying, we're still looking at understanding and uh, healing as we are returning God's word to him. And we started yeah. this back in July, and now we're on part two. Uh, we started out looking at some basic scriptures, our foundation scriptures found in Isaiah 55 and 11. 
and it says uh, in the King James, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I sent it. Well, that's right. This is the word of God. God sends his word out, and we can do the same. We can send the word of God out. I know we are repeating a lot, but it's good to repeat because a good teacher will repeat. A repetition is the best instructor I believe there is. So we must constantly repeat those foundation scriptures and all the confessions that we're using, uh, the scriptures that we're using to make our confessions. Because as we pointed out on last week, you know, we cannot say, well, I had that already, so I'm not going to ever read it again. No, faith comes by hearing. Just like we just uh, had that beautiful testimony from, from Deanne. She said faith is what motivates her. It's her foundation. It's what she stands on. And she was glad her sister came in because then they were able to agree together and stand in faith rather than fear. Mm-hmm. Faith is the vehicle uh, that we all need to use to stand on when we believe in God for anything. So where does our faith come from? It comes from our knowledge and the application of the word of God. Not just knowing the word, but actually what? Applying it, wouldn't you say? Right. Yeah, That's applying right. it. So God said here, his word would not return unto him void, but it would accomplish where he sent it. We know we can send the scriptures in many different directions, and that's what it means. So what we do a lot on on this program in our healing school, as well in every avenue and platform that we that we are are, are using, whether it's Sunday morning or Saturday morning or Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday Bible studies or Thursday morning um, uh, business uh, schools. It doesn't matter whatever platform we are actually standing on or hailing from at that moment. We always use the scriptures because God has something to say about every area of our lives. And when we find the word of God on it, well, we can believe for it, right? That's right. We can believe. We don't want you to believe just Larry and Helen Elder. Thank God God has chosen us to do the work that, we do, that we're doing. But we too are following what the word of God said. Amen? Mm-hmm. And that's Amen. what we are encouraging you to do. So he's sending his word out and he's saying it would not return to him void. So that's the topic we're talking about, returning God's word to him. That's right. And we also talked about how, you know, declaring God's word is a good way to, you know, create a a relationship with God. Confessing God's word is a wonderful way that you can fellowship with the Lord and gain access and increase into the things of God. So we make our confessions audibly and we make those confessions, what, three times a day? That's right. We don't let it become a hit and miss proposition. We make it, you know, based on our faith, what we believe. We make it a practice 
to take God's medicine on a regular basis. And as we pointed out on last week, yes, I'm repeating it again. Go to the doctor. The doctor gives us a written prescription. We know the routine. We either, he either calls it in and we pick it up or we carry it in and we mm-hmm. take that medication home and we take it as instructed, right? Yes, we do. That's right. And so this that's is what we, that's what this prescription is. And what are the instructions here? We gave those instructions. Instructions for taking God's medicine is as follows. To be spoken by mouth three times a day until what? Until faith comes. That's right. Until faith comes. And we know what that is. Faith takes. Faith always has a good what? Report. Report. Faith doesn't have to get. And let me take a wait and see attitude. A get. No, it is just what Abraham, the Bible says he was what? Fully Fully persuaded. Persuaded. That's what faith is. So we're taking this three times a day until we're fully persuaded. And then once a day to what? Maintain Maintain. that persuasion. You see it? I'm going to say it in many, many ways as I need to until you get it, until you say, okay, I got it. I see it now. That's our goal. Not to just sit and talk to you or preach to you or preach down to you or at you. Our goal is is to make sure you, you can say back to us, I know how to do this. I understand it. I can do it. You know, I'm growing up spiritually. I know how to take God's medicine. I know how to apply it. And I am in sight. Totally in faith about it. So it says until faith comes and then once a day to maintain. And here's the bottom part of the instructions. If circumstances grow worse, double the dosage, right? That's right. Uh, I'll say it again. If circumstances grow worse, we double the dosage. dosage. Why is that? There are no side effects. Now, in the natural, we wouldn't encourage anyone to do that, neither does the doctor. We take it as follows. You know, if circumstances grow worse in the natural, you don't take two pills where you were supposed to take one. No, you call the doctor and let him change your instructions. But in the spirit world, we're telling you, you can double the dosage. You can do it six times a day if you need to. If circumstances are growing worse. Do, do just like we just heard Deanne say, never get in fear about it. Just stay in faith and double the dosage. If you're saying it three times a day and, and, and we don't see any, anything happening after a period of time. And, and time is a very important element in taking spiritual medication as well. You know, in taking any type of medication. Because when we take the medication in the natural, we don't automatically expect the minute we swallow it that it's going to, we're going to see some effects, some, some progress. No. Sometimes we at least wait 24 hours and longer than that, don't we? That's well, give right. God the same, give Him the same, you know, uh, 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 attitude, apply that same attitude when taking, uh, God's medicine. Give That's it time. Right. The scriptures yeah. even tell us that. The scripture says, Having done all to stand, what do you do? 
stand. You stand. You stand there. You wait. You wait on God. So in the spirit realm, just keep taking your, your medication. Just keep saying it. Here's an example of what I'm saying. Now I've said, uh, if I've said, uh, first Peter two and 24 three times today. Hmm. But I think, you know, I'm feeling worse than I, than I did when I started this. So what am I going to do? I'm going to say first Peter two, 24, six times a day. That's what it means. Just go ahead on and, and double the dosage. That's right. And so I, you know, instead of just saying it in the morning and at lunch and at, and at dinner time, no, I'm going to say it at night before I go to bed. I might even wake up in the middle of the night and say it. You know, I might say it, you know, while I'm driving my automobile. That's why one of the reasons why we say to you, child of God, it's okay to start out reading, actually reading from your Bible or from your phone. But what's your ultimate goal in really getting into these scriptures? Not to just keep it on the pages of the Bible, not to keep it on the uh, tablet, uh, your whatever you're using, your, your your iPads or your iPhones, but you want to get it on the tables of your heart. I'm going to say that again. Your ultimate goal is to get it on the tables of your heart. Get it on the inside of you. So even if mm-hmm. you're driving down the highway and you feel like you need to, you really need to quote First Peter 2.24, you're just going to keep your hands on that steering wheel and you're just going to go right into it. You know, yeah. who his own self, Jesus Christ, bear my sins in his own body on the tree as on an altar. He offered himself on it that I, Helen Elder, might die and cease to exist to sin and live unto righteousness. And by his stripes, I was healed and I am still healed today. What did I just do? I'm driving down the highway. But yet yeah, I'm quoting First Peter 2.24. And where's it coming from? Off the tables of my heart. You see it? I'm yeah. calling it up. I'm pulling it up. But God says, out of your belly shall flow what? Rivers. Rivers. Come on. Of living water. Of living water. I just quoted Peter 2.24. I need to go into it again. I need to quote another one. I'm going to go ahead and quote. Now I'm going to quote uh, Peter. I'm sorry. Isaiah 53.5. Who his own self, Jesus Christ, bear my sins in his own body on the tree, is on an altar. He offered himself on it that I, Helen Elder, might die and cease to exist for sin and live unto righteousness and by stripes I am healed. What did I just That's do? It. I just quoted Isaiah 53, 5. And yet I'm still driving. You know how many times a day you can do that? That's and right. then you just start praising God, thanking you for, you know what you're doing? You know, out of your ear gate. Out of your own, the, the, the mouth, out of your own mouth, out of the, 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 the very foundations of your heart, that word is being circulated round and round from your heart to your mouth to your ears, from your ears to your mouth to your heart. And it's causing a healing, a manifestation to come. You're driving out the very infections. You're driving out the very cause. You see, taking medication in the natural, it, it is not really a cure most of the time. It's a cover. No, that's right. Yeah, it's a cover. It, it, it will scale down the pain. And we don't want that. Yeah, we want to feel comfortable. We want to feel at ease. I know I do. You want, you know, you take something for a headache because you want that headache to stop. But the best 
that we can do where that headache is concerned is to root out the cause of it. That's right. Amen. Root out the cause of it. You see, natural medication can cover mate and just cover it up. But the spiritual medication has the mm-hmm. ability to root it out, to go in yeah. and perform that what? That surgical operation. God can perform an operation, and you don't even have to go to the hospital to do that. Absolutely. Amen. Absolutely. That's good. So I want you to understand, and that's why we go through all of that, to make sure you get it. You get a good working knowledge of it for yourself. I believe when people understand, they do better. That's the way I am. When I understand something, I do. I'm, I'm a little better at it. What about you? Amen. Praise God. Well, last week, uh, that's just a review. Last week, we started part two. And that's where we started talking about your heart and, and b- the flow of blood. And we, we started, we, we wow. did Proverbs 12 and 14 and Proverbs, uh, verse 14 through 30. We also looked at Mark 11 and 23. Amen. And as we did those confessions, those scriptures, we made confessions along those lines. So let's today start with John. I think we may have done that one, but let's do it again. I want to do it again. John 17 and 23. Let's go over there. John Chapter 17. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And we're going to look at verse 23. I think we looked at it last week, but we're going to do it again. Amen. It is so vitally important for us to have scriptural foundation to stand on when we're making these faith confessions. Because it builds our faith, really. It really yes. does. It builds your faith. And when we have the scriptures to stand on, no, no, man, I don't know what it does for you, but it, it makes me bold as a lion. <laughs> Praise God. It makes me as bold as a lion. So we're looking at John. I'm, gonna give, I'm giving you a minute to get there. John chapter 17, I think we did this one on last week, but we're going to start there again today. Amen. And so we're going to make some fake confessions based off of these powerful scriptures. Okay, we should all be there now. John 17 and 23, and we're looking at it in the King James. We have many versions we go from, but today we, we're using the King James. So it says, John 17 to 23, I in them and thou in me, that they may be made perfect in one, and that the world may know and thou hast sent me and hast loved them as thou hast loved me. Mm-hmm. Praise God. That's good. I in them and thou in me. See, this is the connection. This is, I call this, 
I really call this the hookup. <laughs> I did a message okay. one time uh, 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 showing how what God really did when he sent Jesus into the world. And I saw it <clears throat> as a three, uh, as it was a, a figure that I actually had some of the ministry uh, leaders to just kind of like draw it out for me. It was a, a three connection hookup, like circles, three circles, all entangled into one another. And they I were remember connected. That. Remember that? And yes. so that's where I got that, that image from that God gave me. And I got it from this verse, I and them and thou and me, that they may be made perfect in one. And that the world may know, and thou hast sent me, and hast loved them, as thou hast loved me. You see, Jesus is connected to the Father. The Father and Jesus are one, but then we are in that circle because we are connected what? To Jesus. Do you see it? That's good. Yes. The next scripture I want to show you right now is Ephesians chapter 22. And then we're going to make that faith confession. I think we made it last week. We're going to make it again. Ephesians chapter 22. I'm sorry. Chapter 2, verse 22. Ephesians 2 and 22. Look at that verse. What does it say? In whom ye also are built together for what? A habitation of God. Wow, look at that through the Spirit. Oh. In whom you also, that's who is he talking about? You and I. We are all built together. You see that connection? And that's we right. are all connected, what? Through the Spirit. Through the Spirit. That is so powerful. Praise God. And so, basically, we're still talking about healing. We're still talking about returning God's word to him. And what is he showing us right now? This is a very important position in your healing process that you need to come. You need to not just memorize these verses. But you need to be able to what? Appropriate them. You need to be able to understand it so you can apply the practical application the right way. I believe it. When we get a good understanding, we have a strong, a firmer foundation to stand on. So the first scripture we looked at how Jesus and God were connected and now he's bringing us in, in whom you also are built together as a habitation of God through what? Through the spirit. You see, so we're all connected. Now you must, you must get an image of this. <clears throat> if you are truly connected to God and to Jesus, how can sickness stay in you? And the Bible says, in him there is no sickness. That's right. Come on now. That's right. See, it's, it's important. Apostle always say it's very important. You see, he, gets, he makes this statement a lot. It's vitally important when you go to church. Oh, absolutely. He says that all the time. 
And what I'm saying, I'm making that same statement today, but I'm, I'm talking about something a little different. It's vitally important, vitally important that you know where you are spiritually. Yeah. It is vitally important that you have a firm, firm image, foundation, knowledge, understanding, however you want to call it, all of this working together, that you know who you are, that you know whose you are, and you know what? Where you are. Where you are. Are you listening to me? In whom you also are built together on habitation of God through the Spirit. Praise the Lord. And see, when we talk about spiritual things because, you, do you know that healing is spiritual? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I'm going to read that same verse in the Amplified. You may not have it with you right now. Some of you may on your phones or on your iPads or whatever. But if you do, you might want to run over there with me. I like to go sometimes in the Amplified because it sheds a little bit more light on the way we talk today and the way we understand it. In him and in fellowship with one another, you also, I was talking about you, myself, you are also being built together in a dwelling place of God in the spirit. Yeah. Wow. That's powerful, Apostle. Now, you know, you come on in, Apostle, if you want to say something before I move, just stop me, and I will. Well, let me say this right quick. This is good. I like that. Because, you know, when you take natural medicine, that medicine get into your bloodstream. Isn't that right? Absolutely. But when you are taking the medicine of God, which is the word of God, the spiritual laws, they go into your, watch this word, spirit stream. You might say, well, I've never heard of spirit stream. Now you have. <laughs> it gets on the inside of you. And what, see, confession brings about possession. I'll say it again. Confession brings about possession. And in John chapter 6 and verse 63, Jesus said, it's the spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profited nothing. The words that I speak unto you, what are they? They are spirit. They are what? They are spirit and they are life. Child of God, when you confess a thing, it will show up in your life. Confession really do bring possession. You become the owner of what you are confessing. All right. Praise the Lord. All right, Apostle. Thank you for sharing that. Now, I'm not finished with this, this scripture yet. I have one more version that I'd like us to look at because, you know, the better, uh, 
the more light we can shine on this scripture, the better our understanding of it will be. And what the picture that I'm trying to paint right now for you is that you, God, and Christ, you're all one. We are all one. We are connected. If you are born again, man or woman of God, and you are filled with the spirit of God, you have to know that connection is vitally important as it relates to your healing process. Look at this same scripture in the CEV. Well, what is that? That's the contemporary English version. For short, we just call it the CEV version. It's the contemporary English version of yeah. Ephesians 2 and 22. And what does it say? And you are part of that building Christ has built as a place for God's own spirit to live. My Lord God. Wow. You can't get any more plainer than that. Amen. Do you see that? You are a part of that building Christ has built as a place for God's own spirit to live. Now, if God's living in you, and he is, that's what salvation means. When you stood before whomever it was, it, you know, it could have been in your bedroom, it could have been in your church, could have been on your back porch, it doesn't matter. God didn't say that we had to be in a certain place to receive him as Lord and master of our lives. It was wherever you were, wherever you made that confession. When we make the confession that if you trust and believe that God, Jesus, is the Son of God and that God did raise him from the dead and you now receive him as your Lord and your Savior, the Bible says that's salvation. That's how we become saved. And now, Lord, come into my life. Take my life. Do what you want to do with it. I receive Jesus. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. That's salvation. So you see, if you've done that, look at what he's saying. And you are a part of that building Christ has built as a place for God's own spirit to live, to dwell, to move, and to have its being. Well, child of God, guess what? That's the foundation for you to stand on. That's a strong platform for you to stand on when you are demanding that Satan leave your body. That's good. You tell him, I don't belong to you. You have no right to rule and reign and lord it over me. I belong to God. I am part and parcel of that three-part foundation with Jesus Christ and with God. There is no sickness in him, and there will be no sickness in me. Now, why do you have to do that? You think it's automatic because you are part of this three-part circle? No. You remember God said in Mark eleven twenty-three, you will have what you what? What you say. You have That's to right. make that faith confession. You have to command that demonic force to leave your body. You have to command that sickness to get up and get out of there. You have to command that cancer, that, that high blood pressure, that diabetes, that whatever, COVID-19. You have to say in the name of the Lord Jesus, I refuse you to stay in me any longer. I command you according to Mark 11. God told me to speak to the mountain and the mountain would obey me and I command you to get up and get out of my body right now you don't have any 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 place in me you don't have a place in God you don't have a place in Jesus and I will not give you a place in me 
That's good. I am a part of the kingdom of God. I'm a part of this threefold circle that God has placed his spirit in me. And I, I'm telling you, I shared this with the, with the prayer team the other morning, and I'll share with you. When you speak, when you become fully persuaded like that about your healing and about what your, these confessions, Satan won't know whether he's listening to you or to Jesus. That's right. He won't know. He won't that know. Right. No. Because you will sound just like Jesus, and you should. You should sound as powerful and as sure of yourself as Jesus. The Bible says Jesus knew what he was going to do. And child of God, you should get to the place where you know what you're going to do. Stop letting Satan put fear in you. The Bible says that we should submit ourselves to God. We should resist the devil. And then and only then will he flee from you. That's right. But see, what's been happening is just the opposite. We've been running from him. And he wants to keep us there if we will allow him to. Oh, you have all these scripture foundations to stand on. You have a strong foundation. You have a strong position in the spirit realm. So we want you to begin to function from your spirit, not from the feelings in your flesh. Your flesh is weak. That's but right. your spirit is very strong. You see that? And you are a part of that building Christ has built as a place for God's own spirit to live. You are that place. So take take authority over that sickness. Take authority over it. You ready to make a fake confession based on, on what we just did? Let's make our fake confession based on what we just well, what did we just read? We read John 17 and 23. We remember what that is, talking about God and Jesus being connected. Then we brought in Ephesians 2 and 22, putting us into that connection. Amen? Yeah. Now let's make That's a faith confession based on that. Here we go. Are you ready? Now this is how we actually take our spiritual medicine, by making faith confessions. Let's make that faith confession. I'm going to repeat it. I'm going to say it, and then I'll repeat it. Here we go. My heartbeat is normal. Now, remember, we're talking about our heart and our blood it's in this session. So we're making that faith confession. My heartbeat is normal. My heart beats with the rhythm of life, carrying the life of God throughout my body, restoring life and health abundantly. I have a strong heart. Every heartbeat floods my body with life and cleanses me of disease and pain. Hello? That's good. Remember, the prescription says, our instructions for these, this, this medication says, three times a day and then one time after faith comes. Three times a day until faith comes and then once a day to what maintains. So here we go. Thank you, Father. Now we've read that scripture. Now I'm going to make my faith confession. Thank you, Father. My heartbeat is normal. My heart beats with the rhythm of life, carrying the life of God throughout my body, restoring life and health abundantly. Come on. I have a strong heart. Every heartbeat floods my body with life and cleanses me of disease 
and pain. Wow. Glory to God. That's good. Where did I get all that from? John 17 and 23, Ephesians 2, 22. Let me throw another one in there for you right quick, Kurt. Amen. Exodus 23. Go over to Exodus 23. Praise God. See, the word of God is the medicine that we stand on. The word of God is the medication that we, that builds our faith. Glory to God. We can trust. We can have faith. And that's why we take the time to show you what thus say the Lord God. Amen. What does he say? What does his word say? Amen. What does the word of God say about all of this? Exodus 23 and 25. Let's look at that one. Glory to God. And we're going to look at it first. And I like to start with the King James because that's our foundation right there. Uh, King James. And then we can move around into other versions if we'd like to. I wanted to add this one as well. Um, Exodus 23. And 25 says, and ye shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless your bread and your water, and he will take sickness away from the midst of you. Do you see that? That's right. Praise the Lord. And ye shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless thy bread and thy water, and I will take sickness Away from the midst of thee. Wow. That's good. Powerful, powerful scripture. Yeah. So, you know, if he's taken sickness away, I stand on this one daily, guys. When I'm making my, you know, faith confessions and I sense something's trying to come up on me, you know, attack my stomach, you know, may have eaten something that just did not agree with me. Maybe it could have been. You know, it's just like when, when the Bible says that snake attached itself to Paul's hand. You remember that? And yeah. everybody was standing around waiting for him to die. But the man was so full of the, the move of God, the word of God, so full of faith. Mm-hmm. Come on. That's it right. had no effect on him. That's right. And you see, this is why I share with you, and I want to say it over and over again, you got to fill yourselves up with the word of God. Don't just let it remain on the pages of the Bible. Thank God for yes. it being there. But that's our starting point, right? Thank God we can carry it around in our iPhones and our iPads. Man, that's a blessing to me to have the word of God at my fingertips and then have these Bible apps where I can pull up every version, any version. I can go from King James to, you know, any, any, any other version, 10, 11, 15, 20 versions right at my fingertips. That's Blessing. Yeah, that's the right. The ultimate goal is to get that in you. Amen. That's right. Yeah, that's right. You want it inside of you. Because look at what he said. He said, "He shall take sickness away from the midst of you." And you're sitting yeah. out. You may be at a restaurant. You may eat something that just did not agree with you. Uh, it's anywhere. 
And all of a sudden, your your body starts to reacting to the food, the intake, or whatever. It could have really been poison. But I'm telling you, child of God, you build yourself up like an immunity. Like we take those vitamins every day. We take the vitamin C and the vitamin D and the vitamin E. We take our B complexes. We take all kinds of vitamins. What is that? To help our immune system. What is your immune system? And it's it's the natural immune system. But listen, you have to build your spiritual immune system. That's right. Because when you build your spiritual immune system, it doesn't matter what attacks your body. Your spiritual immune system will ward off sickness and disease. Your spirit man does that. Your spirit man does that. You are so full of that word, you know, and your body starts to respond to what you just ate or what you just drank. And you said, thank Mm. you, Father. Thank you, Father. You blessed my food. And before we eat, we always bless our food, don't we? Sure we do. That's a habit. That's habit for us. But what we have not moved into making a habit is returning God's word back to him. And that's mm-hmm. what we're talking about today. So something's attacking your body and you're feeling a little queasy and it starts, you know, these symptoms start going worse. Don't just sit there talking about the symptoms. That's what we do. Oh, I feel mm-hmm. the pain. It's getting worse. Oh, yeah. nice. Moving from my, from my back to my stomach. Oh, I don't know if I'm able to take this any longer. I don't know if I can breathe. I wonder if I should go to emergency. See, that's not the words for you. You don't return that to God. God doesn't want to hear that. That's right. Are you listening to me? That's We're right. learning how to return God's word back to him. So what do I do in a situation like that? And what I do is this. I'm feeling like I've just eaten something I shouldn't have eaten and it's attacking my body. Father, I just thank you that you bless my food and my water. You've taken sickness away from the midst of me. So whatever this is, it's got to flee right now because you've taken it. I will not put up with it. You have to leave my body now in Jesus' name. Now, body, listen to me. You line up with the word of God. You are not sick. You are healed. God has taken my taking sickness away from the midst of me and I command it, I declare it, and I decree it right now. Now, body, listen to me. Line up with that word now. That's right. Did you get that? That's good. Yeah, I didn't tell him. Apostle Larry's always saying, why didn't you tell me? He knows why I don't tell him. You know, he cares for me, loves me, wants to help as much as he can. Well, let me say this to you, ladies. Thank God for your husbands. But you know, the first line of defense is the word of God. And then even That's when right. you tell, even when you tell your mates, even when husbands, wives, regardless to whoever you are, when you tell your mate, make sure you word it correctly because words are vitally important. You have mm-hmm. to pay attention to words. I can't say that enough. So you just prayed, you know, over your food, and and, and I, I pray that you did. You just blessed that food. But see, that was uh, you speaking to that food, you know, and, and thanking God. You were thanking God for that food because that's what he said, give thanks in all things. But then that food got in there, and it caused, you know, uh, some commotion in your in your system because something was in there. It shouldn't have been there. It didn't yeah. agree with you. Now you need to turn, return a certain word back to God. 
Now you need to start speaking to that food. Hello? That's good. Hello? That's good. Yeah. That's yeah. good. You got to get the understanding of this. And because you just return God's word and you just put God's word out there, let me tell you something. That food has to obey you. It will obey you. Now, after you've done good. that, don't turn around and tell your mate, well, I must have ate something that's just not agreeing with me and it's causing a, a mighty ruckus in my spirit. No. You know what you tell your mate? I'm taking healing. I just ate something that probably went against me, but I'm taking healing all as well. Are you listening? That's right. Because if you don't speak like that, you will nullify the prayer you just prayed. You will nullify the, the words of God that you just returned to your body. You will nullify the words of God you just spoke over that food. Don't, don't go back and say, well, you know, I need to go to the hospital. No, you just went to the hospital when you took the word of God. That's good. Amen. Hello? Yeah. That's you just, you just took the med, you took spiritual medication. Now give it, remember, as we started out, give it time to work. Trust right. God. Haven't done all the exactly. things, stand there. And I promise you, child of God, this is one thing I know without a shadow of a doubt. I've done this. I live this way. Before you know it, you start talking, you start laughing, you get your mind off it, and you'll wonder where that pain went. I know where it went. That word ate it up. Huh? That That's word right. ate it up. Because the word of God is the final authority even on anything that you eat that may be poisonous to you. That's right. Are you listening? Amen. And the same thing will happen with your blood pressure and with those hearts, with your heart and your blood and everything. It's got to obey the word of God that you place over it. Mark eleven twenty three is vitally important in any area, every area. What does it say? Whosoever shall say. That's you. You are whosoever. Now, I'm not reading any Bible right now. I'm just pulling it up out of my spirit. Whosoever shall say to the mountains, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he said, which she said, shall come to pass. He or she mm -hmm. shall have whatsoever he or she said. That's right. Now with, now with the, 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 the neighbors say, not with the doctors say, thank God for doctors. I love them. I'm telling you, I go to doctors myself. I have some great doctors. But you know what I know about my doctors? They don't know as much as my spiritual doctor knows. That's right. They don't know what my, my father in heaven knows. That's right. Uh, we go to doctors to find out what the problem, what's the problem, doc? Cause we don't know. We haven't studied anatomy. Uh, we don't know the, our anatomy like the doctors know it. They studied medicine, and that's where they practice at. They, yeah. they, they follow the sciences, and that's fine. But who created the sciences? Who created everything? You see, mm -hmm. that's the doctor that you go to when you, once you find out where the problem is. The doctor says, it's diabetes? Okay. Okay, doc, thanks for telling me that. They run the test. But now you got to tell the doctor, I know what to do. Mm -hmm. You go home and you get in that Bible and you find out what the word of God has to say about that. And that's the medication. And I'm not telling you to refuse the prescriptions, the doctors. You can take it. It's not going to hurt you. But let me tell you, it's not enough. 
because it's only going to mask the situation. You, there is a cure for it, and the cure is the Word of God. Are you mm-hmm. listening? That's right. What do you want? To just cover it up, or you want the cure? I want the cure. Yeah. What is the cure? Returning God's Word to Him. That's right. Look at Romans. Let's take another one. Romans 5 and 17. Very familiar scripture. We know it. We quote it all the time. All the time. Romans, uh, one of Apostles' favorite scriptures. Uh, he loves this one. I don't know why. He has, a, I think, a testimony about it. Romans 5 and 17. We're going to start out always in the King James. What does it say? For if by one man's offense, that reign by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one what? Jesus Christ. By one who, rather? Jesus Christ. I'm going to read it again. For if by one man's offense death reigns, what is that one man? Apostle, you want to you want to touch on this one a little bit? That one man was Adam. Death reigned by him. The scripture says, "In Adam all died, but in Christ all were made alive." And Christ mm-hmm. is called the second and the last Adam. Praise yeah. God. Amen. The second and the last. That's right. right. Now you see that? So by one man's offense, Adam, death reigned. It reigned by, through and by him. When it says, goes on to say, but how much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall remain in life by what? By who? One, Jesus Christ. That's right. That's right. By one, Jesus Christ. Praise God. I mean, and it's so powerful. This is how, when they say reign in life, that's over sickness. That's over everything. That's over trials and tribulations and everything. Praise God. All right. And and look at it. You want to look at it a little clearer? We always like to do that. Let's make it a little plainer. Go to the CEV again. Look at it in the CEV. Contemporary English version. What does it say? Death ruled like a king because Adam had sinned. And didn't the prophet mm-hmm. just say that? Death ruled like a king because Adam had sinned. But that cannot compare with what Jesus has done. Do you see that? God has been so kind to us and he has accepted us because of Jesus. And so we will live and rule like kings. Oh my God. Praise God. Dollar guy, you need to put this one on your refrigerator or somewhere. Now, if you are really ruling like a king, and this is something that I say every morning as I make my faith confession, according to Ephesians chapter 2. See, I do Ephesians chapter 2, verse 
6, well, 4 through 6 every morning. And what does it say? Well, let me pull it up out of my spirit. Ephesians chapter 2, it says, But God, who is rich in mercy for his great love, well, where he loved us, even when we were dead in sin, had quickened us together with Christ. By yep. grace we are saved and had made us and had raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And after I say that, after I read that, then I say, Father, thank you for my seat in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And because I'm in that seat, I now rule as a king in my life. You see that verse right there? And so we live and rule like kings. You see it? And so I That's make it. that confession every morning. I say, because I'm seated in heavenly places in Christ, I now rule over my life as a king. And then I turn to the wall and I say, now listen, powers of darkness, I forbid you to have anything to do with my life. I rule over my life as a king, not you. So take your bag of tricks, your sickness and your disease and everything you're trying to afflict me with and get up and get out of here in Jesus name. Go back where you came from. Better still be cast into the sea in the name of the Lord Jesus. Are you listening to me? That's good. That's how kings rule. Kings don't ask permission. They make decisions and give instructions. Mm. That's right. Kings make decisions. Kings give instructions. Kings rule. Kings lead. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're going to take that attitude with your body, then you're going to have to make some faith confessions, whether you see that happening or not. But remember, it's all a base. It's all based on faith. You have to Mm -hmm. believe it. You believe you're ruling as a king in your life? Well, guess what? Get busy ruling. Get busy making faith confessions to these attacks on your body. Get busy talking to them. Telling them what to do and tell them, you're not going to rule and reign and lord it over me. I'm not going to allow you to. I rule and reign over my life. Now, every place where you used to be, I cover with the blood of Jesus. Get up and get out of here. Amen. Are you listening? Praise God. Did you get that? What are we doing? Taking our spiritual medication. Returning God's word back to him. Returning God's word to the world. Returning God's word to Satan. Are you listening to me? That's good. That's how you do that. Amen. You're doing this in faith. And let me tell you, you just go down the road, skipping, hopping, you know, not sure you feel the pain. Now, let me let me deal with that for a minute. You said, but I still feel sick. Well, remember what the scripture says? We don't walk by what we feel. We don't walk by, by sight or feelings or emotions. Child of God, if you're still talking about how you feel, that means you're still in the flesh. You're still letting, mm-hmm. you're still flesh ruled. You're still That's letting right. your flesh lead. So just go on praising God, regardless to whether, whether you feel healed or not. Just keep thanking him, letting him know that you made the faith confessions and you're standing on it and you're not going to turn from it. You're not going to move. You trust him that he's working it out. And he is. Amen. He is. Are you listening to me? He is working it out just as sure as your name is what it is. 
Praise God. I think we need to stop right now, Apostle. Have a yes. Okay. We'll pick it up again on next Saturday. I hope you got blessed today. Amen. That was good.